0: chatting recently or discuss the future or like our feelings or anything
1: yeah i can zoom during august and stuff because i will just be in edinburgh so yeah it's a bit easier for me
0: i like dreamer matthew maybe we'll go back on that season i mean i'm happy to just go with that as is and it'll morph won't it it'll morph
1: it'll morph everything morphs everything bloody morphs well hello everyone you've caught us in the middle of a team meeting. (laughs) I think it'd be nice to leave a bit of that in. I'll chat to the guys about it, but hello and welcome. You're the podcast expert, aren't you? You've got 12 of them. Well, um, welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast, which will soon be rebranded as Down the Dog, but for now it is CPFPL with me, Matt Ford.
0: And me, John Richardson, soon to be rebranded as... Clepper the Licorice
1: Hound. You popped some in your mouth just before Mm. we started. Uh, Just tell people, we talked about your licorice the other week, tell them what flavour it is.
0: It's salty flavour. That's not
1: sweet, mate.
0: Yeah, is it still sweet? It's like sweet and salty popcorn.
1: No, you might as well
0: go and suck the root of a tree. I'd love to, yeah. Me and the Just Stop Oil lads get down there and suck off
1: a tree. You root sucker. That's what Um, we want.
0: That's what we want of everyone.
1: Tree fuckers, that's what they're going to call you now. Not just tree huggers. There's a pervy element to it. Um, John, I think you should have chocolate or Haribo or something like that.
0: Um, Haribo's not uh, even vegetarian, let alone oh, vegan. Yeah. And chocolate is also not vegan. Though I do have a delicious range of vegan chocolate in the house at the moment. Um, but it's in the kitchen. And I don't record the podcast in the chitch- kitchen because I don't <laughs> want my wife and child to be subjected to your filthy language. Your fruity you do mouth.
1: slurry. Are you sleep-deprived or are you shit oh, I'm
0: sleep-deprived, yeah, everyone in the house is ill. Summer holidays, made a big deal of it. Weeks of build up, I tell you what, because we've booked some time off as well. I said to our daughter, I've been on tour, we've been filming. I said, when the summer holidays start, that's it. I'm not yeah. working. Um, she got ill, Lucy's got ill. Um, I've been, you know, just, just a great guy, just a great husband and father. Um, but as a result, it's left me very tight-eye and... Oh. Uh, Kid's got mad now. She's better. Um, <laughs> but she's been cooped up in the house. It's been raining. Real, real British summer. I've been a really British dad today. Right, that's it. We're going out. <laughs> Where are you going to go? We've started a jigsaw. We started writing stories. Great. She started some diamond art. Uh, that she then wanted to, um, she's got a little playroom. She wanted to turn that into a bedroom so she could camp out in it tonight. She got bored of that. Cool. We've just oh, turned the house upside down. It's time to get out now. It's the only time it hasn't been raining in the last godforsaken month.
1: What about just going for a drive in the rain? Isn't that cool?
0: Um, No. Why not? Because no, Daddy can't drink why. when he's driving.
1: Oh, I see. So you need something let's, you can do with your daughter where you can get bladdered.
0: Let's think about Daddy for a minute, for God's sake. Um,
1: Could you get an Uber to a country <laughs> pub and take a jigsaw or let her play in the Charlie Chalk Fun Factory or whatever they have these days, and you could just sit at the bar, sink a few. And there we and go. Sort of chunter to yourself, chat to the barman, spill it all out. That's, uh, yeah, that's
0: the, that's the relentless optimism of uh, of not just you, Matt Ford, but all people. Um, I would say without kids, the idea yes. that you could just get an Uber to a pub, sit and get leathered, while your kid quietly does a jigsaw next to an Alsatian in the corner. But
1: I think we're straight Some into dangerous. hellhounds and foaming <laughs> yeah. mutt. You know, when you see that yeah, on social media where people, you know, let their dog lick their baby's face, you're like, dogs are, I know we think we've domesticated them, mm. but as Jeff Goldblum says, life finds a way. And how do you know that dog isn't just going to bite the kid's face?
0: Well, I don't want to sound like one of those people, but you know the dog, don't you? You know the dog. No such mm. thing as bad dogs, only bad owners.
1: Oh, come on now. There could be both. A bad dog can end up with a bad owner. Maybe that's what we're oh, yeah. together. Then you've got
0: trouble on your hands. I find I'm very sensitive to that kind of thing at the moment. you know what I watched last night? Train to Busan. Is you seen that?
1: I've never even heard of it, let alone see it. What is Good. it? Tell yeah, us all. It's a
0: Korean horror film. <gasps> oh, so, okay, I'm on board. Because Lucy's been ill, obviously. Usually... Yeah she she she'll make a show of staying up and drinking through the night like daddy but she usually slopes off around her sort of quarter to 10 quarter past 10 something like that after i put a bit of grand designs on that sends her off okay what you actually want to get rid of her it's like a sedative well there's darts on isn't there there's darts cricket and golf on at the minute i've got a lot of sport to be catching up on i can't do it when she's there so i stick a bit of grand designs on before you know it she's nodding off make her a sleepy tea (laughs)
1: This is the opposite design, of a seduction huh? technique. This is like how to not seduce your no.
0: wife. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So anyway, because she's been ill, she's, she's in bed all day. So I've, <laughs> I've had the full evening to myself. So last night I made a curry. I watched the darts final, um, timed it very badly. I didn't realise Johnny Clayton was going to get thrashed. Johnny Clayton, a.k.a. the ferret, um, he's been absolutely pumped <laughs> by the asp. Uh, pardon my expression. He's gone down hard. Yeah. Um, Bloody curry, just finished as the darts finished. Shit. I don't know, I'll do a stick of horror film on. So I'd Sky Plus Train to Busan, Korean horror film, basically zombies on a train. Great. I just forgot about the You know, some horror films, the, the, the Americans, they understand. You've got to give a little bit of sucker, haven't you? You look at the early doors with an American film, you can tell straight away who's not going to die because oh. of the narrative. The Koreans do not adhere to that narrative so you've Great, got good characters on. that you think are going to survive that don't a very emotional ending it's another one of those films that's about a father and daughter I, I just can't be having them anymore whether they're cartoons or not i just don't have the strength for it
1: too close to home
0: too close to home isn't it absent father i'd be one of the first to go in a zombie attack let me put that
1: right out there oh if it was a public vote yeah definitely
0: I'd be the character you see who tells you there's a zombie attack. I wouldn't even get a storyline. I'd just be the one banging on the patio doors.
1: That's it. Cut to the You'd film. You'd be like the security guard. You're the first guy to get iced. You're like, he's getting <laughs> absolutely. It. You're like the traffic warden or whatever.
0: Oh, my God! Looks like something's kicking off over the other side of town.
1: Hey, there. Hey, what's going on down there? Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a film. We should make a horror film. Well, we did talk about it, didn't we? You know what? A funny horror... I mean, obviously... Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, was like a been done. Hand-sharp. Move on.
0: You've already tried to do Parenting Hell on this podcast. Let's not try and do Shaun of the Dead as well. Have we got any new ideas?
1: We could do... I think we... Yeah. I what we we do about we do a
0: sitcom set in a shopping centre with a very camp shop assistant? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Maybe he says something like, I don't charge for anything. <laughs> I'm <like> available. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. um, yes, a good topical reference. Um, let's just part. I think, a funny... Football horror film. Oh, he's he's
0: spitballing now. He's chucking more words in there.
1: A funny Um, football horror film set
0: in Nottingham where they all have to run to a forest. It's in the pub all day. Yeah, there would be enough bloody horror on the picture to City Ground <laughs> yeah. this
1: season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For a horror film set in Nottingham. is called uh, last season's DVD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. review of the season. I used to love buying the uh, review of the season. It doesn't really happen so much, does it, these days? But anywho, the Ashes, John. Oh, my Oof, God, the Ashes. The Ashes. What an absolute
0: waste of everybody's time.
1: The Ashes are now damp. So are they just paste? <laughs>
0: They're
1: sodden. Oh, what a shame, because England were doing so well. It
0: was like, oh, my God. We've finally got it together, haven't we? It's taken us four games to work out how to play basketball against the Australians, and now it's pissed off. Yeah. I'm it does invalidate the whole... British. Well, what a waste
1: of your time. Sell your tickets. Well, there's still a bar, isn't there? And there's still balls getting whacked about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's still good. It's all good. Is that Control your... Control the series. And what you look
0: for in a good evening? Booze and balls. Um, well, sports... I like the idea of going
1: for two days. Gloating Australians, though. I know, I know, especially the London ones. Yeah, lots of Aussies. All right, mate. Yeah, got the Ashes. Fuck off, South African. There is he. All right, mate. I just rebranded Twitter as an X. <laughs> <laughs> three pints of lager for my Twitter. You beautiful. Um, I imagine that's how Elon Musk orders three pints at the Oval. I'm rebranding it Oval X. Cricket X. You good, then, pedophile. Where's the pedophile thing coming from? That's what you got in trouble for, wasn't it? Calling that guy a pedophile on Twitter. Was it? Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. No. Called him pedo guy. All right, pedo guy. Yeah, it's right. a big news story, man.
0: Buy a paper, read the news. Nobody buys papers anymore, old man. Okay, look at you your BBC website. Buy the a paper and that. pop down to the Oval and watch the cricket. How old are you? Do you know what I'm wearing? Shorts and socks and a what hooded sort of top. White socks? White socks, yeah. Had to go to Sports Direct last week ahead of the uh, the big match. John of Richardson's course, yeah. big uh, 11-a-side appearance.
1: Where you met Howard Wilkinson, a I lovely met, photo you got to.
0: Met and touched Howard Wilkinson, um, who is now, I would say, my best friend. Okay. I think we're best friends. Got Doesn't my uh, Thistle Hotels home shirt signed by David Weatherall. It was man. a cracking day out. I tell you what, for fans of a certain age of Leeds United, yeah, you want to bump into Clyde Wynard, you can bump into Clyde Wynard.
1: <laughs> you watch know,
0: David Weatherall leap like a salmon. You can't because he's older now, but you can watch him leap like a trout.
1: That's good enough. If that's what you're into. If more than I can leap.
0: How would you? How would you say you leap? When did you last leap?
1: I last left. Um When did I last leap? I want to give you a genuine answer. Hmm. Oh, I think I uh, may have.
0: You don't strike me as a man who leaps onto the tube when the doors are closing. You strike me as a man who sets back and
1: waits for the next one. You say that, that's probably the last time I leapt. I did. I made the foolish... Where was that? Yeah, we got on the tube the other week to go to the Who at the O2, and I leapt on the tube in a silly way. I was out of practice, yeah. And um, yeah, that's the last time I leapt. You you, you led me there. You called it. With your partner? Yep. And did she leap as well? Was she ahead of you? She had to. She was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh God, I'm so, so. Well, I think I leapt on and then leapt off. Cause, and then it was just like, it was, uh, oh, I, I, yeah, I I made a, it, it was all my fault. Um, but yeah, since then, I've, I've just finishing Roger Daltry's autobiography. Oh yeah. What's it called? Who am I? It should have been. It's called, um, thanks very much, Mr. Kibblewhite. Is it? Um, it was the teacher who told him he'd do f*** all with his life. I quite okay. like that. Touch of the Very weather spoons man. about it. Very much so. Um, it, it's a great book. And then I've bought Johnny Berstow's autobiography. When I get into something, I'm like, I want to learn about it f- now. Do you know what I mean? And you're into Johnny Berstow. So now I've got Johnny Berstow's autobiography to read now. To know everything about him. I'm going to go re- as
0: far as to say
1: that's going to be quite
0: a dry read.
1: Uh, I don't think it will be, you know. I think he's had quite an interesting life. Has he? Yeah. Quite hard. So okay. it... it, it I'm quite interested in him, and uh, yeah, I heard the book was good. And he wrote it with Duncan Hamilton, Duncan Hamilton, who wrote and um, provided "You Don't Kiss Me," that great book about Cluffy. So I was like, oh, this is going to be decent. Here's a fact about
0: uh, Jonathan Mark Berstow that I've just learned from his uh, abridged autobiography, aka Wikipedia page. Yeah, he's got exactly the same birthday as me, twenty sixth of, of September. Yeah, I mean, he's the same a few, year, a few years further down the track. In fairness, okay,
1: it's coming up to your birthday, isn't it? What we're we going to do for it?
0: Um, probably nothing. I would have thought forty-one's not. Who gives a shit, in it? Forty-one. I'm not really what looking forward to forty-one.
1: Yeah, uh, but that's not the point, is it? It's just an excuse to have a few beers with your mates. Yeah. If not else, 40s,
0: There's a there's a sort of defiance to forty, isn't there? Oh yeah, yeah I'm in a forty. Way. I was forty this year. How old are you? Forty-one. Forty-one year olds mm. go to prison. What well,
1: I think. it's. It's a bit 40s like the millennium, isn't it? If you're alive for the millennium, that is the best New Year's Eve ever. And then after that, everything's like, meh. So really for another decade, yeah. if you're lucky enough, until you get to 50. <laughs> let's be well, honest, life is fragile and volatile and strange and weird. And that's why you should celebrate your birthday is because you never know. You just never bloody know.
0: All right, mate. Well, you've convinced me I shall celebrate my forty first because I'll be lucky to survive to 50. The words of Matt Fort.
1: You're two years, two, you're two, two, two months away from your forty first, first, first birthday, mm-hmm. and we should do something about it. Now, John, I want to ask you a big question. Oh, I, actually, I'm genuinely interested in your view of this. A big question. Do you think All AI, right, Nikki Campbell, artificial? We've got John Richardson on the line now. Hello there. Do you think AI, artificial intelligence, is a AI. force for good? The-
0: I tell you, I think AI is good. <laughs> <laughs> God, oi, oi. good. Yeah? <laughs> Alright, oi oi. Yeah. All right. Oi
1: oi. No, I don't. What is the Rico doctrine on AI?
0: Um, I think it's inevitable. I'm mm-hmm. not entirely sure that the positives outweigh the negatives. However, I mean, that's what everyone said about TV and the Industrial Revolution and all that stuff, isn't it? So I don't know.
1: What do you think? Well, same, I, I, I share the wariness, the the fear of AI. But obviously, for things like um, health, it could be revolutionary. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 obviously, we're, in a way, focusing on the negatives because they're quite scary and apocalyptic um, and dystopian. But the potential is huge. It's just that you think, oh, God. You know, there's always some knob out there who's going to ruin it for everyone, isn't there? Yeah. Someone who's going to really, you know... A, a bad actor, a hostile state, a terror group, get their hands on AI, and then where are we all? You know, you think, oh, God. If anything, part of me thinks, I don't think we need it, do we? Can we not solve the problems without getting involved in a prolonged battle with the robots and the machines?
0: I think we need the opposite, don't we? I think we need uh, NI, no intelligence. We need to go back or- a bit. We need to simplify our lives. Do you know okay. what I can't stop thinking about? Chips. I can- Oh, hello there. There's my daughter. the, the, on the door. Hello there. Do you want to say hello to Matthew? What do, I, what do I do when I finish my dinner? What do you do when you finish your dinner? I would say you eat some chocolate. Is that fair? Okay. Cheerio then. Bye bye. Best wishes. Careful on the stairs. Safe onward journey.
1: John. On behalf of all that? the listeners, uh, uh, and kind—I oh, uh, I mean, really—on behalf of the country, yeah. You've raised such a delightful child, such a <laughs> lovely, but such a lovely demeanor. She's a real credit to you and Lucy.
0: That's because she knows you're listening. If you were here, she'd have come barrelling straight in oh, your f-
1: face. <laughs> I face, finished but again, my macaroni cheese. That would have been great. And is it, yeah, is it macaroni very funny. cheese she's having?
0: Yeah, she's had macaroni cheese and some cucumber, red pepper, and cherry tomatoes, just so I don't feel like an abject failure as a father.
1: Can I just also extend a thank you to you on behalf of all those of us who care about integrity for raising her to call it macaroni cheese, mm. not mac and cheese? Yeah.
0: Mm. Uh well you do what you can. She is pretty much American, thanks to Netflix. So yeah. she calls people noobs. That's funny That's an insult Hey noob Um, And she calls me other things Daddy poo poo head So on and so forth But um, I'm delighted she's finished her lunch Because she's not long since finished her porridge And I tell you what Tired daddy is soft daddy Because she had chocolate porridge this morning as well And she's had a muffin
1: Um, Her her appetite
0: is uh, Pieced together that tantrum (laughs) Fascinating I basically locked her in a cage And fed her sugar for three days (laughs) things gone off
1: and do you you, when you're observing your child because i notice now that when i eat a lot of sugar i inevitably crash and i feel it but i don't remember that as a kid do kids crash or do they just have so much energy it doesn't uh she sort of
0: emotionally crash if she has a lot but much like sort of all day drinking key is to just keep that level topped up you know get back on it the next day so, hence, uh, a bit of chocolate porridge, just a little bit to get her going this morning, get the liver firing again, uh, and then just a little, little top up of sugar through. We had a bad day a couple of days ago when when she was first ill. Um, obviously, she sort of gets what she wants, um, and so she had two fab lollies in one day. That's a lot. That's a lot. Are um, they
1: smaller now? They probably are.
0: Uh... I don't think they are. No, I think. They fans, are. They I, admittedly, be. she didn't finish the second one. It was more about seeing if I was going to let her have it. I think sometimes she's just waiting to see if she can crack the old man, and then when I do crack, she's like, "Oh shit, I don't really want it. Just wanted to see if I could make you cry." i mean, have you cried in front of her. Yes. When in, when watching films. I think Fine. that's all right. Coco, particularly. Uh, although I must say, I did cry at uh, Paw Patrol, the movie, at the cinema. <laughs> I uh, also had Mate. to choke back tears whilst watching the recently released Elemental, which is about two elements that fall in love, fire and water, and they believe they can't touch. Uh, I won't spoil it for anyone who's going.
1: I'll let the experience itself do that. But um, It does sound good. It does sound good.
0: But- it's all right. It's a bit too, well, I stupidly when talking to her about it afterwards, described it as a bit like a Romeo and Juliet, and then she asked me what Romeo and Juliet was, and I got into a lengthy <laughs> conversation about suicide pacts, which I didn't want to be having with a six-year-old. Oh,
1: so how do you explain that? So let's pretend. I'll pretend. I'll regress to my Are six-year-old Are going to be Elsie? Because this could damage me forever. Well, no, but I'll be myself at six. Okay.
0: So we've just come out of Elemental, and I say... <laughs> Um, bloody hell son, you're he like hey, you've had more than a pizza. Um So I say what was that about? what's Romeo and Juliet. Well it Juliet was a love story. It was a bit like uh Romeo and Juliet. Oh, That's what's Romeo about Romeo and Juliet? Well, it's about two people who fall in love, um, but their families think they shouldn't be in love because they've been falling out. And I then referenced some of our friends at school and I said, Imagine if you really liked your friend but I didn't uh like their parents and what that would be like. Um, right, and she said, "Oh, what happens? Do they get together in the end?" Yeah. And I should have just said yes, but instead I said, "Well, no, they don't. It's what's called a tragedy." Um, so some oh, what's plays are comedies. Well, a tragedy is when uh the ending isn't a very happy one. Oh. Um, so, so it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, one of them gets poorly. Oh um, dear, and the other one's upset that they're poorly, and that that makes them poorly as well.
1: What what, what sort of poorly? Well. Um, me, of, like the st- asthma that will eventually kill me or my rotting flesh?
0: No, no, not like that. That's a sort of slow death. This is more of a sort of poison swallowing, like foaming, frothing blood at the mouth. painful what- death.
1: But why would they do that?
0: Um, because they, one of them was pretending to be poorly, um, uh, and they weren't really poorly, and then the other one woke up thinking they had been poorly, but it turned out they weren't poorly. But they'd become very poorly in the time that the the unpoorly one then woke up to find the one that hadn't been poorly was then very poorly.
1: I think I'd rather watch Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah. should we go to the arcade?
1: Yeah. Give me some money. How much? And
0: i do like the arcade though the ones that give out tokens because you get a toy
1: yeah just for so playing actually, on loads of stuff
0: yeah exactly so you're getting something out of playing that's fun and then you get something else. oh my god i had a abs- i'm not you know been an up and down roller coaster for this uh for me as a parent i took us to the arcade last week went yeah. on that one you know where there's reels of tokens stuck together it's like a teddy grab But it's like a oh yes, almost like an LP of of stuck together cellophane wrapped tokens. Yeah, daddy's dropped a five hundred. I what? King of the bloody, king of the bloody arcade. I was first go, wallop, picked up this fat wad of five hundred tokens, dropped it right in. People were gathering round. Oh, because then it counts them up. So it counted from one up to 500. We must have been there five minutes. Oh, absolute results. You got a big gemstone.
1: I mean, that's what I was going to ask, is, is what can you get for 500? What does that get you at the counter?
0: Yeah, not a lot. They, they play with the zeros. So they've got like Nespresso coffee machines and you think, well, hang on, that's only 10. Huh? That's only 1,000. And they think, oh, it's not. It's like 10,000. You have to be there a bloody month. You'd have to spend, I mean, 10 times what it would cost you to get an Nespresso coffee machine.
1: Um, oh, so, so, so you got a pressure? I mean, a gemstone sounds good. It's that a sounds big precious. old. You could you could do some damage with
0: it. I tell you that you could really do a weapon? some damage. It's a tool. It's a heavy piece, and it's got a sharp edge. It is a
1: big old gemstone. So you got one of them and some sweets. Oh, sweets are great, aren't they? I mean, you know what we're talking about AI. We're talking about um, the future, dystopian, utopian, whatever. <laughs> sweets will always be around. They'll always be around. You know, they never go out of date. I mean, they do, but you, you know what I mean.
0: No, they pretty much don't because of the fact that there's, there's nothing natural in there. So they do pretty much. You can, you can, I find an old wham bar in the back of the car. I'm very careful about, you know, what I feed her. I find a wham bar stuck in the tyre well. I think that'll probably yeah. be all right.
1: Here you go, love. Get it in there. Get it down do here you for think, breakfast. Do you think Bramley apple pies will still be around in 50 years? I hope not. What? Why? I've never been a fan problem? of the apple pie. What?
0: What? Uh? I'd go further and say I'm not a fan of the British dessert sticky toffee pudding, You're spotted a fucking... dick. <laughs> what, I...
1: John, these Apple are brilliant pie. puddings. No. Nah. I wouldn't call them desserts, I'd call them puddings.
0: Um, oh, I, I, I mean, amazingly, though, I did pick up some semolina yesterday in the supermarket, <laughs> <work> and <laughs> it? Picked the worst one, you fool. You're all <laughs> over the shop. I like, I fancied a bit of semolina and I managed what? to talk no. myself out of it. Anyone Good. who thinks being on telly has changed me—I picked up a forty-nine bag of semolina and discovered that when I analysed the process,
1: it was an extravagance I didn't need. Yeah, I, I think um, I think you made the right call, but I'm shocked at your uh, uh, opposition to Bramley apple pies. What about a rhubarb and apple strudel? I no, mean, thank I
0: guess you. That sounds- oh, Hmm? It's okay. It's closer though. Daniel Facker's is um, a fan of the strudel and therefore all each night fans now must be very glad of the strudel. What a, you don't like sticky toffee pudding? Nah, I'd, I'd rather have two starters and a big fat mane. And then if I ever do you know what the game changer for me was when Pizza Express bought in those little what are they called like pizzetti you, or something. It's the something, little yeah. yeah, little coffee and like a quarter size pudding. That's yeah. what I like, just a little one truffle.
1: Yeah. That's fine.
0: That's all I need. But I don't want a big fat bowl of stodge. I don't want an ice cream sundae. I don't want I a do. mound of steaming, dolloping crap with sweet sauce on it. Oh, <gasps> I do.
1: I do. Well, I, I bet do. you do. What about profiteroles? Yes. Okay. Um, let's talk about football then. Why did you bring up AI? Um, Because they've done some AI images of what Jack Grealish and Phil Foden look like in the future. and um, oh, I'm a fan of Harlan. that.
0: I thought you meant like writers like being what? put out of work and nurses being put out of work and all well, that. I didn't know it. you meant just looking at an old Phil Foden. That's fine. If that's the limits well, of the powers of AI, bring it on.
1: It's one of the, it's one of the tentacles of this new tech. Oh, well, I'm looking um, at it now. Yeah, Foden. That's not Phil Foden. doesn't look like Foden. That doesn't look like Phil. It looks like Mike Phelan. Does look like Mike Feelin, and they're not are not that far away from each other. Maybe yeah. that's what has foxed the um, the robots, the machines.
0: What's that on the uh, emblem there? It's not a Manchester City shirt. The lettering is sort of symbols. Yes, yes AI. It's
1: just AI just language,
0: things. is it? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I've read, read that. All Am going to code? There's Erling Haaland. That's just room tempter i mean these are just existing
1: people i know they're not great um oh jack graylish comes out of here jack graylish is fit graylish you still can't pronounce his name we went through this in 2021 because he's got gray hair on these jack jack grayish oh okay you wriggled out of it on a technicality but But they're all just
0: they're all just people who've been in Hollyoaks.
1: It's what, not the AI. Real at
0: all. AI well, I think, and that top right one, he's definitely been a buddy in Hollyoaks. He's turned up at the dog and partridge and uh, been mouthing off.
1: You know what I don't understand? I mean, obviously, people can't look at this. You, if you Google it, you'll find the pictures, but they've done Harland with a kind of v neck, long sleeved thing and like um, a necklace. Guys who dress like that, <laughs> I don't get it. I, like I don't get it.
0: it. It's because they've got fit bods. We, know, it's not for us dressing like that.
1: No, but it's the whole, like, I'm going to wear a pendant thing. And just think, oh, you look mad. You look mad.
0: I um I aspire to be a dress like that when I'm 50.
1: There are some people for whom clothes are about
0: covering up. And there are some people for whom clothes are an accessory to their body. And uh, I'm very much the former.
1: Well, I think it's more that, you know, when people have things like that, it's like when um people not connected to these things wear, like, beads around their wrist. It's that illusion of depth or spirituality that thing of oh yeah this is an energy pendant it um controls my chakras you think oh, off you've you got some sod accessories off. you prat I had a
0: very very upsetting uh, body revelation this week
1: another so, hemorrhoid
0: I thought I played alright at this charity football match not gonna lie I, I thought um I covered some yards there was a point where Simon Grayson said to me I, I was tracking back as is my wont uh, and Simon yeah. Grayson said to me don't you come back you're our best attacking player I was like bloody hell! Wow! So, t- to my memory, how old were the other players? You playing with like a oh. of fat old man? I walked into the dressing room and Howard Wilkinson said, "Thank God you're here. You've got the best body fat ratio of anyone here." Called cool it. Not, not a great compliment. Um, no, but, um,
1: but not, not a compliment.
0: Not, not a compliment. No. Let me try and find it. I'm going to send you it. Somebody kindly on Instagram sent me um, some pictures from the <laughs> day. Okay. Oh God. I do not look how I remember looking.
1: Okay. Um, Interesting. It's going to take me a minute to find it. It's all right. You got time? We got time, baby. We got
0: time.
1: I found the shot. Here we go. It's coming through on WhatsApp. I'm ready to receive. I'm poised. Oh, dear. I don't
0: remember standing like this. I
1: remember... You just took a photo.
0: I did, yeah. So I've taken it's on my I found it on my laptop. I'm going to text it to. So I've taken a picture on my phone. because I'm a grandmother. So I don't understand how these things work.
1: So I right. put it on the a group so drop.
0: producer Danny can enjoy it
1: as well. Okay. My I'm memories are this. just
0: literally. I'm a chalk on your boots, wide man. That's what I am. Stay wide. wide always man. be
1: an option. <laughs> You'll always okay. be an
0: option, aren't you? Always want it.
1: Yeah, want it.
0: Call for it. This is, this is not the, not the stance of a man who wants it.
1: Here we go. Oh God. I'll tell you what, John, actually, it's not as bad as you think, actually. You, you, I you... think it's bloody awful. I mean, what I would say is the sh- it's the shape of your belly.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sort of pinching my sides as if yeah. there's a good stitch coming on. And I've sort of crimped the shirt underneath the belly. I've
1: sort of... It's a purple kit. I like it. Yeah. It suits, suits you. You look fairly fit, actually. You don't look knackered. You're not, you just, it's the way your belly sits up. You've got a deformed gut. <laughs> You got you like such a bobbly body. You like um It's a
0: it's my it's a baby version of uh, my daddy's belly. That's really what it sits is. Up. It's a real hard little beer belly. It's only small, isn't it? But you could see what
1: it wants to become. It's, it wants to just... it's not a drooper.
0: No, it's actually. It's if you put that on the back, I'd have some good shape.
1: It's, it's seems to it looks like it's kind of rising. You've Be got a rising that, beer well. belly.
0: Yeah. I mean that's particularly... Yeast. I'm sort
1: of leaning forward, head down, clutching my sides. You actually look really good there. I, I, I wanted you to look terrible. Okay. I think it's partly the colour of the kit as well as your bright blue boots.
0: Yeah, I bought new boots. That's always a mistake because I didn't have any football boots. You turn up uh, in new yeah. boots, what you're saying is, look out, lads, something special's going to happen. How it's much would you pay for blue. those boots? Blue and yellow, Leeds United colours. That's why I went for him.
1: Kind of as neony. As well. It's
0: more. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, it's sort.
1: Surprised, surprised you didn't go for black leather.
0: Um, I have a pair of black leather Astro turf boots, and um, I find they. <laughs> I've... Oh. <Here> we go. <laughs> well, sometimes I sound like a ten-year-old boy. I find that when I look down at them, they look a bit like office shoes, and I don't feel very athletic in them. What shoes? My, uh, I've got my AstroTurf boots are black leather. When I look down, they look like, like office shoes. I feel like I should office be wearing a suit. Shoes. Office shoes. You know, like a pair of patent leather shoes. Yeah. I don't like it. So I went for a sort of snazzy colour to make me feel like, yeah. um, younger. I don't know, Samu
1: Saiz. You should have got your some Puma King.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't. That, that again, felt like a gesture to me. How much would you pay for those boots?
1: For the ones you got there? Yeah. 30 quid. Oh, you son of a shit house. Why? How much did you pay for them? 40 quid. That's not bad. All right, it, two pound. Forget, that's
0: only an extra five for a boot. £2.50 for the shinnies and socks. Someone shouted over, Oi, John! I turned around and went, been down Sports Direct for your Sunday call.
1: <laughs> what did you get? Bang yeah.
0: On. I did. I said, I have. £2.50. What a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> and a Right spree in Sports Direct. I did. I got myself some. Uh, I got I got the boots. I got the socks. I got the shinies. I bought myself a football and I bought
1: some darts uh, shafts. Nice. I mean, this is the thing with Sports Direct. It sells a lot of stuff and it's it's very well priced. It's very well priced because it's all cheap crap. The
0: very well, lowest that. standard. But I had no alternative. I was shopping on a Friday afternoon for a game on Saturday. God, you left it late. Oh, I left it very late.
1: Many, very late. Um, we've had some uh, messages from the public uh, who continue Isn't to they? be very supportive of us all. Um, <laughs> you sound like something
0: coming out of a scandal
1: there. Lewis of uh, the scoffs uh, about that. Uh, uh, the, um, uh, well, a uh, British scandal, obviously. It's permanently on my mind, um, which you can download on all podcast apps. And don't forget, tickets to for my new stand-up show inside number 10 the Edinburgh Festival uh, are on uh, I'm doing the Leicester Square Theatre as well in September. Lewis Anson. Actually, that would be Lansome, wouldn't it? Like the champagne. Anyway, he says, uh, just thought changed. I'd submit a new show name for you Two Guys and the Marble Dildo.
0: <laughs> yeah. a very niche. I think we're going to get a lot of people listening for five minutes and working out it's not about what it seems to be about.
1: But that's the whole concept, right? This in itself is art. Okay, David has been in touch. He says, hi, Matt, John, and producer Danny. It's for all three of us. Oh, lovely. He says, uh, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I've been listening since the beginning. I'm currently re-listening back from the start as no other podcast makes me laugh so much. Thank you, Dave, in New Zealand. Wow. He says, quotes like, lowering my ass onto a bandsaw and Matt's noises are <laughs> just just enjoyed to listen to. He says, anyway... Due to Matt's continuous product placement at Taco Bell, I've decided to give it a go. I'm 40, and I'm currently waiting in a drive-thru to sample the oh. finest food America has to offer. Hopefully, it won't give me the running, steaming truts. <laughs> well, David, how did it go? Hello at cpfbl.com. at the end of you know the email. email.
0: Why didn't he what?
1: wait? What time pressure was on that email? God, God, I found that such an adrenaline rush reading that. Oh, oh, that, was like, that was like we were in a police chase.
0: Oh, it doesn't bode well, though, on Taco Bell that he didn't get straight back in touch, does it, and say, I tell you what, that was amazing. He'll have just been so satisfied. He will know, I, I think. walked past a Taco Bell this week.
1: I would never do that.
0: <laughs> I can tell you exciting news that they now have a plant-based range. And I've Excellent. been boycotting them because they didn't, but now they do a
1: fake chicken and... I'll I'll try it. Breaking news. John Richardson has lifted his boycott of Taco Bell. The broadcaster, comedian and podcaster joins us now. Uh, John, what is behind this decision to finally engage with one of the world's greatest fast food chains?
0: Well, uh, it's a decision really taken by Taco Bell. I I would say that actually they have decided to engage with me and the vegan community as a whole. Those of us who want to eat spicy food, we want to eat crap, we want the shits, but we want to do it in a way that's uh, beneficial to the planet and life on it.
1: And just thinking of some of the other things that they do sell, they do spicy fries, various other products, what are you most excited about?
0: Uh, I'm a traditionalist. I'd say you've got to go in with the burrito and build for... From there, You know, as we know from the range of fries, I mean, just take a trip out to KFC, Burger King and McDonald's and you'll encounter three very different
1: interpretations of the word fry. So
0: I'll be going there and judging them on the burrito and then um, we'll see how I go on with the chips.
1: John, that's all we've got time for, but thank you so much. And on behalf of uh, the news community, uh, thank you so much for CPFPL. It, it really is the world's greatest podcast.
0: It's been absolutely tedious speaking to you. Thank you. For-
1: yourself okay coming up after one o'clock ben stokes reacted uh i can just leave it there that's when you usually hang up isn't it yeah oh, i would i think you know what i think i'd have been a fairly decent newsreader you know obviously it would be a different voice you're you're basically acting the job of a newsreader aren't you it's an acting gig really mm-hmm. but i think i could do that elegant way I'm just moving. Up. Done badly. It's infuriating, isn't it? And ben said, Stokes has reacted to England losing the ashes by default, thanks to the rain in Manchester. You're like, know, I could just eat. I, the words just come to me, you know?
0: Oh, you're very good at filling. You're very good at uh, polyfiller vocals, as anyone who does buy a ticket for your Edinburgh show will be able to attest. Swine. Sit there for an hour, it all flows, doesn't it? And you come out thinking he hasn't f-ing said anything. Just started and, started and he finished. I've lost an hour of my life. It's like magic. You're like David Blaine. Oh, What the hell is that? Whoa, that was magic. That was like magic music. It uh, tells me it's time for mummy's medicine. Time for mummy's medicine. Yeah, mummy's got to take her medicine, so I'll just drop her a little message. Okay. I won't send her the picture of me on the football pitch. Why not? Because uh, it's embarrassing.
1: Time for medicine. Who's oh, the medicine you think? It's Time for medicine. There
0: we go. Um... So I'm going to go and uh, administer medicine to my wife. Um, <laughs> to my wife. <laughs> to my wife. You're at the Oval this week. Yeah, I'll or be at dead the rubber.
1: Oval. Well, we could draw. Drawing would be respectable. we still lost the ashes, haven't we? Yes, we have. We have, we have, we have, but still. So will
0: the next podcast be the first down from the dog? Down
1: at the dog? What yeah, I think, do we, well, when do we, re- let's take this chat offline. Leeds United's first
0: fixture is uh, two weeks away, uh, 6th of August. I feel like we've got to rebrand before the season starts. Yes. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. our fresh start, isn't it? Uh, Leeds yeah, United so let's, let's playing Cardiff let's on the 6th of yeah. August.
1: And we will, I think we probably will do a fan league still, because it's still fun to do that. Uh, Silence. From that end of the line. Yeah. I think we still do a fan league because it's fun. Down the dog with a CPFPL fan league. um, Yeah. I guess that's it then. You've got to administer the medicine.
0: Yeah, I've got to go and uh, give medicine to my wife. <laughs> I think the more okay. I say it, the weirder it gets. Well, um, have you
1: ever given medicine to your wife? Email us. Hello at CPFPL.com. Tweet or husband. Or husband. Partner. Yeah. um, If you've ever been a medicine giver in any regard, get in touch Tell us your weird and wonderful medicine stories. Hello, cpfpl.com, and please leave a five-star written review, share it far and wide, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.